Welcome to the Sleepy Pig Social Media Management Podcast. I'm so excited you're here. Let's go ahead and get started. What's poppin' piglets? Welcome back to yet another episode of the Sleepy Pig Social Media Management Podcast. So this podcast, if you're listening to this in real time, um, so December 1st, 2020, you're probably thinking, if you've even read the title, why are you doing a podcast on this when you literally said just like last week or a couple weeks ago, don't introduce a new platform? Um, And I guess for reference, for those of you not listening in real time, it is the holiday season. I did suggest not introducing a new platform unless it's something that like you have time for. You have maybe a team member who's specifically dedicated to this or like a social media manager, somebody like that. I am introducing this right now because I think if you have a goal for 2021, you know, introducing or maybe getting on a new platform, trying things out is a really good idea. And of course, it is December 1st, December 2nd when this podcast goes live. But we have to start thinking about those things as much as I know many of us do not want to. So that is why I am going to go ahead and decide to do this podcast. Um, Sort of going back to administrative stuff, I want to know how everybody's Black Friday went. Um, I know for a lot of people, it was really, really hit or miss, um, which is actually really sad. For some people, I heard they had just record sales, but for a majority of people, I'm really hearing that you know, they didn't see a record amount of sales or anything like that. Um, That's not something that I would be sad about. You're definitely not alone if that was you. I know many people, not necessarily that I was working with, but that were just in Facebook groups that I'm in or things like that, that said that, you know, they didn't even get any sales until Saturday, not even on Black Friday. Sales really started to take off on Saturday, Sunday night, and even into Cyber Monday. So a little bit different from what we've seen in the past, obviously, but we knew that was going to happen. So I hope nobody got hit too hard, at least, you know, if you guys hit your goals. I think that that would be really fantastic. Um, as long as I guess your goals were realistic, I guess, based on the time, but I hope that everybody had a successful Black Friday. Um, if you have like a crazy story or some really awesome strategy that you use, feel free to email me, let me know so I can share it with everybody else for next season or even New Year's Day sales or things like that. Um, I think that all of my clients had a pretty sort of successful, they hit sort of their baseline goals. Um, and of course, some of them just hit it out of, out of the park, which was very unexpected. But um, yeah, if you are feeling down and out about Black Friday, do not worry. You are not alone. If you had a beautiful, fantastic Black Friday, Cyber Monday, then congratulations to you. On that note, so 
Today, I am going to talk about Pinterest management. And again, I really want to hint on this because I really think that if you're going to jump to a new platform or introduce a new platform, it should really be Pinterest. Um, Pinterest can be a lot of work, but it can also be a lot of pinning. So if you are already finding yourself on Pinterest looking for ideas, things like that, you know, try to optimize and use that time to help your business truly as well. You know, um, even if you're doing secret boards for stuff that maybe you don't want people to know you're working on or things like that. Um, I know a lot of us are already on Pinterest, so I definitely would highly recommend utilizing it for 2020. Now, on that note, if you are already a Pinterest pro, then I would say definitely listen to like the first part of this, especially about um, what I'm going to get into about the keywords, things like that, because I think that my strategy behind this is really unique. But other than that, I think that if you are a pro at Pinterest, you can kind of glaze over the rest of it or just have it sort of rolling in the background. If you're going to newly implement Pinterest, I would definitely jot down like a pen and paper or something and jot down what you think is going to be useful for you. But of course, this will always be on the blog, thesleepypigsmm.com afterwards for any notes. And then I'll even have a link to a file to help with keywords afterwards. So on that note, we can go ahead and jump right in. So first, I'm really going to touch on why I think Pinterest is so powerful. I've already sort of touched on this a little bit in the past episodes, but really sort of going in depth. Um, Pinterest is a visual search engine. There's truly nothing like it out there right now. You can go to Google Images or something like that, but it's not going to be to the same user experience as Pinterest. Pinterest, I think, is extremely, extremely (laughs) valuable for business owners because business owners, service providers, basically anybody that sort of has content or things to put out. Um, Because people go to Pinterest with the idea that they are going to leave Pinterest and check out a product, read a blog, or find some type of information. Now, again, this is kind of more for people with products. If you provide a service such as a coach, um, a coach is in like a digital marketing coach or business coach or somebody like that, um, or even plumbers, um, I don't, just basic HVAC service providers, people like that. You know, I think that Pinterest is really great, but the key thing is that you have to have content if you are a service provider. So if you are a plumber, for instance, and you have a blog with a whole bunch of plumbing tips, then absolutely 100% I recommend getting on Pinterest. It's really going to help your traffic and build sort of that relationship. Now, if you are not necessarily trying to franchise or anything like that, or you are really in sort of a niche service area, then maybe reconsider because if you pin something to Pinterest, it's not guaranteed to be in your area as much as, you know, Instagram or Facebook where the followers are typically going to be people in your area. Pinterest is sort of a a mass collection of all of this information shot out to everybody all over the world. 
So if you are really local, you're not looking to franchise, keep that in mind as well. However, maybe running ads on Pinterest would be helpful for you if your target audience is on there. Again, a service provider example of that would be like a local contractor um, who you know, doesn't necessarily have like a blog or that's not really their thing and they are very, very local based, maybe running an ad for home renovation on Pinterest would be helpful, but not necessarily taking the time to run ads on Pinterest. However, again, if you are product-based, if you are e-commerce, if you can interact with anybody in the world um, or even that speaks maybe a certain language or something like that, then I highly, highly recommend Pinterest. Again, you will just need some sort of content for Pinterest. Now, moving on for there, you guys kind of get the value, you kind of get the target audience for Pinterest, the ideal person to utilize Pinterest. Um, how do you actually go ahead and utilize Pinterest? So going back to Pinterest's, Pinterest being a visual search engine, Pinterest is run by keywords. And I know for everybody that has ever done SEO on Google, who has ever done SEO even on Etsy, you're just, you hate this. Or maybe you think it's fun, but I do not. <laughs> oh my goodness, this is just awful. Um, I sort of broke it down the way that I find keywords successful on Pinterest. Now, again, this is ever-changing. People will argue this. People will say do it a different way. I Try every way. This is just the way that I have found it successful. So I like to break up my keywords in sort of three different sections. So the main keyword, this would be the most broad term. So for instance, if you were to be doing like a blog on DIY home renovations, then your sort of overarching main keyword would be like DIY or renovation or something along those lines, or even if you wanted to make it a little bit more narrow, do like bathroom or something, and then you can narrow it down by bathroom or whatever. So let's just say your main keyword is going to be DIY. Then your lead keyword is going to be the next keyword that's going to appear in that search, and it's going to bring up a whole other sort of set of options for like a third word. So this just means you're going to type in DIY. And then you're going to type in, like, let's just say if you're doing DIY, you're going to say DIY. Hmm. Oh my goodness, I should have thought out this beforehand. <laughs> DIY, let's just say bathroom, I guess. So DIY, and then it's going to be bathroom. And that's going to sort of narrow down all the DIYs to being DIY bathroom related. And then your support keyword is going to be what's really niche. So like DIY bathroom floor, DIY bathroom shower, or something like along those lines. So that third keyword is going to be what is really niche. And again, you're literally, the way that you're going to find these keywords is literally going to the search engine in Pinterest and typing in like DIY and then making a list of like all the leads, the lead keywords, so the second keyword that is going to apply to you. And then you're going to go ahead and find that supporting keyword. So that third keyword that is then related to you as well. 
Sometimes it can be a little bit harder to find these support keywords. So if you're not seeing a support keyword pop up, I would type in your main and your lead keyword, and then I would start doing the alphabet. So like A, B, C, D, all the way down. Um, and things will pop up and just make sure to make note of any phrases or things like that. Now on that note, <laughs> This can be a little bit confusing. I know you're thinking like, how do I even keep track of this? So I actually do have a Pinterest keyword spreadsheet um, that I actually use directly for my clients that I will go ahead and provide to you guys in a link in the blog. So you will have to go to www.thesleepypigsmm.com and there will be a link to the file and you can download that and fill it out yourself. And that's literally exactly what I use. Now, you have this whole list of keywords, this whole spreadsheet, you're ready to go. Um, the next thing that you really need to do is to optimize. Again, if you already have a Pinterest, I highly recommend going through and re-optimizing this Pinterest. And that would be to change all of your board descriptions to fit these sort of keywords or things that are related to your niche that you've noticed a very a ton of other popular board names for. Um, and then the titles to all of your pins, the descriptions to your pins, your board names, and the board descriptions. Another huge thing that you have to pay attention to here is duplicate pins. So way back in the day, if you are an old Pinterester, you just have an old Pinterest account, um, you were able to upload multiple pins that were of the same photo or something like that, go through and delete those. It is worth doing the time to do that because if you do not do that, you could get your Pinterest account taken away, actually. Um, they will like mark you for spam and remove your board if your account if you have too many duplicate pins. So make sure to go ahead and do that. Now, if you are a fresh, brand new Pinterester, um, you can go ahead and I would recommend starting with five to 10 boards based off of the keywords that you found. And then I would just go ahead and pin 10 pins to all of the boards that you just created. This sounds like a lot, but it doesn't have to necessarily be your pins. Just have some sort of base pin to all of those boards. Okay. Now from here, we are all ready to post. So I recommend doing anywhere between four to 10 pins a day. This can sound like a lot, but it's really not, especially if you go and you pin sort of all the time or you're just on Pinterest scrolling through. Um, I would recommend sort of a ratio of that to be like, if you wanted to pin your pins, do like one to five of your own pins, five being the most if you were to pin like 10 pins a day. The next sort of tool that I would highly recommend using is Tailwind. You can use other platforms like um, Later or I don't know, I, you can schedule directly through Pinterest itself. Um, however, I really recommend using Tailwind because it has the extension. So while you're on Pinterest, you just click the little Tailwind extension pop-up and it will open Tailwind, allow you to directly schedule that pin in your Tailwind and it automatically picks the best time for that 
pinned to be uploaded or something like that um you will have to like drag and drop to evenly distribute all the pins throughout the day or all the days that you would like so i recommend just going through and pinning everything that you want then going into tailwind and uploading all of your pins that you've made and then just dragging and dropping and doing the ratio that you would like and getting all of those times scheduled. Again, I would highly recommend just using the tailwind suggested times because they are just optimized better in my opinion and they're sort of odd times that I know that I would not have thought about or considered. So, I would definitely recommend um, utilizing tailwind if you're going to create pins I would highly recommend using Canva. Tailwind does allow you to use like a built-in like pin builder, sort of like Canva, but um, it's very new and I would just recommend using Canva, especially if you already have everything in Canva. Um, it's just easy to like copy and pull all of your stuff from. Now, another tip is when you first start pinning to Pinterest, it's important to remember that your pins are not necessarily going to be seen right away. It is a search engine, so it is essential to sort of just be patient and know that things will come. If you wanted to expedite the process, you of course could run and boost sort of, um, pins on Pinterest and run ads, but an organic way to go ahead and do that, I would suggest is to join group boards. You can literally find lists and lists and lists of group boards on Pinterest, um, literally just like pins of group boards that you can go ahead and request to join. They are pretty saturated. Um, however, if you do get in on a board, it is so useful because these boards typically have thousands and thousands of people watching them, not even including the pinners on the board. So that is another huge, huge tip. Now, in terms of creating the pins yourself, I would sort of approach your business Pinterest like a personal Pinterest for your target audience member. So that means that if you're creating boards that are relating to your business, so you're obviously a business owner, you're going to be interested in business tips and things like that. Don't pin those things because that's not really what your target audience wants to see. And also it's going to kind of throw off the search engine engine optimization of your entire profile. So if you want to pin those things to a board on your business page, I mean, go ahead, but I would just highly recommend making it secret. Um, and it is sort of easier that way if you don't want to switch back and forth between your Pinterest um, accounts. And then I, again, would also highly recommend having like a half and half ratio, especially if you're starting out of like graphics and pins of your products. And I recommend doing this because it's going to increase the longevity of your product photos. If you're just pinning your product photos over and over and over again, you're going to get locked out of Pinterest for duplicating, of course. And then, um, people are going to get tired of seeing the same stuff over and over again. So try to recycle as many product photos as possible by making them into a graphic. Um, something especially for the holidays is like a gift guide or something like that. 
Um, again, same sort of for any blog posts. Um, I know what I do is I just take like snippets of my blog posts and make them into pins. So they really show the person value. They don't sort of share everything about the blog post, but it makes sure that all of my pins for that one blog post are very unique. And then on that note, I would also a sort of um, approach scheduling other people's pins, again, with the idea that you are the target audience person just scrolling through Pinterest, seeing what you would want to pin. Um, however, I would keep these very, very niche. So, for instance, if you sell, like, beach jewelry, um, I would highly recommend making like other beach related boards. Um, so like a beach picnic or something like that, that, you know, beach lovers are going to also want to constantly sort of be looking at. I would also highly encourage you to make your boards very diverse in that if you have, for instance, if you're doing like bathroom renovations, don't just have a board of all of your bathroom renovations. That <laughs> um, it's not it's not sort of best practice to go ahead and do that. And also, it's going to look more sort of salesy if someone were to go and visit your entire board. Um, and again, the goal is to get followers to your account, profile boards, things like that. So I would highly recommend also pinning other people's bathroom renovations. And this can be, I know, daunting for some business owners. You don't really want the competition next to you. But a way to do that is to just pin really small things. So say your board is bathroom renovations. Maybe you just post big photos of your bathroom renovations, like professional photos of, or maybe a tour or something along those lines. And then you just pin like small DIYs to that board as well from other people. Like I know people are like painting tile or something nowadays. So maybe you add like a painting tile um, DIY explanation to that board as well. Just to sort of spruce it up. But you're still making your pins the feature pins of that board. And on that note, I that is everything that I have for Pinterest. Again, I will have that SEO keyword breakdown in the blog post. Again, on the Sleepy Pig, the sleepypigsmn.com. And make sure to pick up the December content posting plan if you have not already. I highly recommend picking that up, especially if you have not done your December content yet. Um, really because, I mean, it gives you multiple ideas to do per day and you also get 15 Canva templates with it. And that is also on the sleepypigsmm.com and that is under free stuff. And if you guys need a breakdown, if any of this was confusing, it'll all be broken down in the blog post with the file link. And on that note, I will sign off and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.